Hello, and welcome back to the Urology Care Podcast. On today's episode, we'll be featuring prostate cancer caregivers discussing their experiences taking care of a loved one who was impacted by this disease. This is part of one of our many patient education initiatives that the foundation will be a part of during this special awareness month. For more prostate cancer educational resources, please make sure to visit urologyhealth.org slash PC Info Center. That's urologyhealth.org slash PC Info Center. My husband Bob was diagnosed on his 59th birthday in 2012. My husband Yuvon was diagnosed uh, also at age 59. My husband Rex, um, African American, was diagnosed last year at age 53. I am the daughter of a prostate cancer patient. Um, So I was along with the caregiver role with my mom um, through his whole battle. So how do you cope with being a caregiver? Well, one of the things was to revisit some of my old passions. Uh, I started writing whenever I felt overwhelmed. Uh, I started composing songs, and, and it's just been refreshing and it's it helps you breathe it helps strengthen you one of the things that's been really helpful for me is social media Mm -hmm. and I belong to a couple of um, Facebook groups Wow! it's just knowing you're not alone yes and having that connection has been very very helpful when I found that I coped best is when I just kind of put my thoughts on into something else, kind of like what you were saying. Mm-hmm. But they were kind of crazy things, you know. I would get on the tractor and mow lots of lawn uh-huh. um, just so I could, you know, I felt like I needed to do something productive that I felt like I had complete control over. Mm-hmm. And that's how, that was a coping mechanism for me, mm-hmm. so. I was immersing myself in work because it's something that I could control. I knew what I was doing. It felt safe. My husband tends to perseverate and he just gets stuck in this negative tape. You gotta kind of break that. You gotta stop that negative thinking. My way to cope was to do something productive, to not stay in my head. I would advise anyone to find what your passion was. If there's a long lost project that you haven't done, do it. Now is the time to find some activities that you can do to self cleanse. And at the end of the day, A nice glass of red wine never hurt a soul. What ways have you found you're best able to support your loved ones? Well, with my husband, I always say that the most important thing is where we are right now. Let's not look ahead because we have no control over that. Let's just be here and be present with each other and embrace what we have right now. Mm -hmm. From what I researched about prostate cancer, so much had to do with men's diet. So I delved into alternative ways as far as searching for foods. A lot of our foods are organic, grass-fed, everything we use, even from vitamins to foods, I would check with his oncologist. That was one of the most important ways that I could support him and remain strong. And if we can show them by taking care of themselves, they're taking care of us, Mm -hmm. that can really sort of 
trick them into <laughs> maybe doing some things that they may not want to. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but what would you say is the single biggest obstacle? At least for my husband and I, it was that shock and the fear of the unknown. But you just gotta understand that life is a journey. It's all about the obstacles and how you deal with the challenges as a couple. The other biggest obstacle for us was changing our lifestyle and having to make a drastic change. But for us, it has been a blessing. We're doing what we have to do to maintain a healthy um, lifestyle. Prostate cancer can sometimes interfere with your personal life and intimacy. Does anybody have any advice on how you could tackle that? Um, I think that there are other forms of intimacy that people forget about. It's not all about mm -hmm. sex in the way that we all think about it. Talk with your spouse, find creative ways where you can still be happy, you know. Come up with, you know, a plan. How are you going to work it out? Does anybody have any bits of information about how you were able to help your loved one with the decision-making process, the initial decisions? There were some doctors who were advocating radiation. There were some that were advocating hormone therapy, some that were advocating surgery. So we did a lot of research. We talked to a lot of um, different physicians. We were able to use what was really going to work for him. And I supported him whatever he wanted to do. While we're a team, it's his life, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's his body. Mm -hmm. And he had to make that decision. Yes. So what do you think makes an impact in care? I believe the greatest impact that we've had is all of the physicians that we've worked with have treated us as a team. The doctor understood my role as not only the caregiver, but also the researcher and, and other aspects of it. And having that kind of respect and approaching it as a team was really important. He has a great relationship with his oncologist, as do I. She's almost been like family. And that's impacted us in a positive way because she's taken an active, almost personal uh, interest as well as a medical interest. And so supporting him and supporting their relationship as well as our relationship has been important. One of our very good friends is a nurse and I would bounce off so many of Rex's medical issues with her and she's, she purposely set him up with this one doctor that could deal with him. With his personality. Yes. Uh -huh. And this doctor is very, I mean, he's very compassionate, but he's also, this is what yes. is going on. And that's the type of person my husband needs. Uh -huh. Just knowing that that doctor knew mm -hmm. my husband's personality, it made it so much better. Yeah, yeah. Being able to have family support and being able to talk about things as much as my dad wanted to talk about it. That was the key because it was really listening to him and being able to support him in the way that he needed. That, that for our family was um, something, a learning lesson for the rest of us, but it's what made the biggest difference for my dad. How did you balance care for yourself while also caring for your loved one? 
I realized that it would be beneficial to, for me to step away from all the things we've been doing and all the restrictions, take a few vacations, go to movies, keep in touch with my friends. When you start sharing your story, they have a story to share. It's a worldwide caregiving role that we all take on. For me, I finally had to say, look, I, there are things that you can do as well. And he has surprised me with some recent vacations as a thank you, because we find, you know, when we are away from the hustle and bustle of home is when we really reconnect again as husband and wife, as a couple, where I'm finally realizing I'm doing some good caretaking as I'm telling him no, and <laughs> making That's him excellent. do some things. Absolutely. Did anyone feel that they, um, you know, have gotten to the point where you need to ask for help from others? So you made a really impactful statement where you needed to ask Rex to help you. Um, how about asking others for help? Um, you know, first off, when I did ask for help, it was of my family. And then the second thing was finding one good friend that can do some of the heavy lifting around the house with me, who is really that trusted confidant, really like a family member as well. Sometimes it's having this kind of friends that know you well and that just can kind of fit in with just the small things. So it's like just one less thing for us to worry about. Some days it's just when I'm out in the car, if I put on some really inspiring music and just sing out loud and cry if I feel like it. I can definitely connect with you about having that time alone in the car. Mm -hmm. It feels like that's when all the biggest thoughts come through into your mind. You're alone, you think about things, you kind of process mm -hmm. what maybe the next steps are going to be. Yeah. You know, you do have family, you do have friends, but sometimes you just need to check in with yourself. Yeah. to be your most valuable resource as a caregiver for a prostate cancer patient? There's a lot of information out on the internet and I think it's really important to not get sucked into all of that information necessarily because it can be very confusing and overwhelming. I found that for me finding a couple key resources that specialized in that, that had already done some of the vetting on the research and guidelines was very, very helpful. One of the things that I found very helpful is I had my cell phone with me and I just hit record. So that way I knew what was being said so that I could go back over it. And there were times too for me because it was so overwhelming, especially in the beginning, I couldn't process it all. To me that was, was very helpful that I took that up upon myself. What do, you, what do you wish that somebody would have told you at the very beginning of the process? I would have loved for someone to tell me what are the issues or problems that could come with having a prostate. What prostate cancer is, what the prostate, what the function is, what could happen to it. And I think the more awareness that we can put out there about the PSA test, mm -hmm. the more powerful our message is going to be. So, you know, we didn't really talk very much about support groups, but has anyone else ever gone through the experience of a support group for prostate cancer? I've been involved in a virtual support group um, of prostate cancer wives around the world, but there are some that are targeted towards the men themselves. So it's been very enlightening for me to know that there are people all across the globe that are facing many of the same issues. Yeah, sometimes it feels good just to know that somebody else is going through it and validate your thoughts and mm -hmm. it, it makes a difference. Yes. Mm -hmm.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Urology Care Foundation, the official foundation of the American Urological Association.